um, for the past three, four weeks, we've been on a series uh, where, where, where we've been really looking at work and God's, God's plan for work, what it, like what it means to work, how that's connected to, you know, the, the uh, kingdom, how once we're saved, everything we do is ministry. Uh, there's no such thing as this is, you know, that this is not for God, but this stuff is for God. But everything we do is unto him. Um, and we've, we've looked at uh, uh, how, how people back in the day were, 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 were able to serve kings who were ungodly and yet they were still able to shine their light and, and really be who the Lord had called them to be. Um, yeah. And yeah. And we've just also looked at just, just at the, at the, at the importance um, of work um, in general as, as a form of worship um, onto the Lord. Um, so today we're going to go into work a little bit more um, and we're going to look at uh, my favorite uh, uh, book of the Bible, um, second only to the book of Joshua. Uh, it's the book of, uh, I think Daniel's probably like top 20 books for me, uh, but it's all right. I think it's like number 20. Um, but yeah, so yeah, let's get into the book of First Samuel. First Samuel. Um, and we're going to read from verse, sorry, First Samuel chapter 17, sorry. And we're going to read from verse 38 to 40, and then I'll give a little bit of background onto what is taking place. So, yeah, First Samuel chapter 17, from verse 38 to verse 40. Joseph, the floor is yours. Then Saul clothed David with his armor. He put a helmet of bronze on his head and clothed him with a coat of mail. And David strapped his sword sword over his armor, and he tried in vain to go, for he had not tested them. Then David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested them. So David put them off. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the brook and, and put them in his shepherd's pouch. His name was in his hand, and he approached the Philistine. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you. Um, again, uh, these two verses um, are kind of the the main the main verses um, for this um, for this uh, talk and preach today, um, and they're taken from a familiar story, um, David and Goliath. I think it's definitely um, when I'm in heaven, I definitely want to see the uh, DVD. Do you know what I mean? Of of just that battle and just. Do you know what I mean? If there's DVDs, do you know what I mean? Or, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe Blu-ray. <laughs> maybe the Blu-ray of it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, it's definitely something that I want to see. And um, so yeah, they, so Goliath is, he has come with the garrison of, of the Philistines. And in those days, there were, there were some occasions that instead of um, going into full-blown war, each side would choose a champion, um, and that champion would 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 um, yeah would embody that army, and they would fight for that army. And based upon uh, the outcome of that champion versus the 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 enemy's champion, that would decide who had won the war. And then, for instance, if 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 
if one champion won, then 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 the losing side would would possibly have to give them stuff or go into slavery. So it was a way to reduce ca- reduce casualties, and yet still have um, a similar outcome. And um, I guess when I when I started to really think about this scripture, because as as we read on, David was chosen. Um, he comes, um, and the the uh, the Bible says that he came um, from his from his father's house to to where the Israelites were to actually uh, give some food to his brothers. And David's confused, like he like he's thinking, you know, who's this who's this uncircumcised guy talking? And 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 obviously circumcision, we we understand that that represents covenant. That represents connection with the father. That represents being branded and being marked as being separate, as knowing God. So David's confused, thinking, I don't understand why everyone is afraid. Okay, yeah, he's kind of hench. Yeah, like he's he's big, but um, he's uncircumcised. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't even know the God of Israel. He doesn't know the king. So why are we shook? And so Saul starts to speak to David and says, like, Goliath, he's too much for you. Um, He's been a man of war before you were even born. What are you going to do? And then David goes on to then speak about his testimonies. Um, You know, that, you know, that when a, that, that when a bear came, he, 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 uh, he 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 dealt with the bear. When a lion came to, uh, and and one of his sheep was in the mouth um, of the lion. He was able to snatch it from its grasp and deal with the lion. And he confidently says that the same God that delivered him from the lion and the bear would be the same God that delivered him from the from the hand of um, Goliath. And I guess one thing that still really stri- that still really strikes me is that they chose, that David was chosen to represent Israel. And guys, I really want us, it's, it's only yesterday that I, and even now that I'm still finding it difficult to grasp because the whole of Israel was at stake. The, the entire country was, this wasn't, oh yeah, David, you do it. And, and then if you lose, then we can send someone else. This is David. You are going to represent the host of Israel. If you do not win, we're going to become enslaved. They will be able to do whatever they want with us. They are going to plunder us. They're going to take our land. Oh, uh, Hannah, can you put yourself on mute, please? That's all right. Uh, and um, and and they chose. And they chose David, or should I say Saul chose David, which is just still remarkable. And I guess I start to, and I'm still wondering why he was confident in David. Obviously, he spoke about the testimony, but like, what else, what else did, did this guy show? And in verse 38 to 40, we see Saul doing what would um, be traditional for someone going into battle. Traditionally, if you're going into battle, you would have what? Your armor, right? Yeah. Your armor, maybe a shield, a sword. Do you know what I mean? A helmet, uh, 
that would be the traditional way of someone going into war. And we also see that mirrored with Goliath. Uh, if you read a couple of verses earlier, it gives a description of Goliath being in his armour, having his spear, like, tooled up. He's ready for war here. And then we have David. And Saul, Saul tries to put his armour on him. Um, and the Bible says that David was like, I haven't tested it yet. Meaning that this is not something that I'm accustomed to. This, AKA, this isn't how I war. This is how you war and this works for you. Uh, perhaps this has been, perhaps this has worked for you and that's okay. Uh, but for me, this is not something which I have tested, which I am accustomed to. I go to war slightly different to how you go to war. And I'm really trying, and as, and, and as I carry on, guys, I'm, I really want us to think about how this connects to, you, you, you know, work. Do you know what I mean? That many times we might think that, you, uh, that we have to do things how other people are doing it. Do you know what I mean? So, like, everyone's wearing armour. Oh, stop. So that's, oh, so everyone wears armour here. So, okay, okay, cool. That's what I need to do. But what David is going to show us is that he didn't just reject the armor purely because uh, 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 um, that, 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 like, sorry, pure, he didn't just re reject it because it was inferior or that it wouldn't do the job. Secretly, there's another, there's another intention because David understands that he was differently. And David is confident enough in the way that he was. He's confident enough in his skill set. Guys, I'm using the word war. I'm using the word skill set. And we could be thinking, what does this have to do with this story? Okay. For some reason, when I used to read this story, I, I, I used to read it as if, Maybe by chance, David just, you know, fought on a whim. Oh, man, there's some stones. Let me grab the stones and let me dash it at Goliath. Mm -hmm. That it was almost a spontaneous act that David did. But then the more I started to read the story, uh, it, start, it became more deliberate um, in terms of what David was doing. So, so how do we know this? So if we... So for verse 40 of 1 Samuel 17 says, then he took his staff in his hand and he chose five smooth stones from the brook. First thing I want to highlight is this. He, he, he didn't go to the brook and choose five random rocks. He specifically went, for the, went to the brook and specifically chose five stones. Five smooth stones. So he was selective in what he was choosing. And the reason why he was selective is uh, 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 the, uh, the Bible says, uh, and it continues in verse 40, uh, that he, 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 um, he chose five smooth stones from the brook, put them in his shepherd's pouch. His sling was in his hand. So that means that David already had a sling. He didn't just randomly 
think this was a good idea, he already had a sling. So David was already accustomed with what to do when you had a sling. If you look at the history of 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 slings and and its use as weaponry, uh, 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 those 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 who were uh, proficient at slinging um, uh, 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 using a sling understood that you needed smooth stones. That smooth stones were the best projectiles to use when using a sling. So they, again, David wasn't just randomly choosing stones. David knew exactly what he needed to do. And I would argue that, again, this isn't in the Bible, but the fact that he chose those stones, the fact that he already had a sling, I can surmise or I could suggest that he, that he knew how to use a sling. He, 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 he had trained with this sling. I need us to understand. David wasn't coming, okay, in our eyes, it looks like David was coming as a small boy. But David was coming as a, as a man of war. David came to this battle as a man of war with his sling, knowing exactly what he needed to do. And I didn't realize this. So I thought to myself, God, like, tell me more about this sling. That's where we go to the book of Judges. The book of Judges, uh, chapter 20. Amorim, that's, that's you. The book of Judges, chapter 20, um, from verse 15 to 16. Just come a bit closer. The book of Judges, chapter 20, from verse 15 to 16. And the people of Benjamin mustered, mustered out of their cities on that day. 26,000 men who drew the sword besides the inhab- inhabitants of Gibeah, mm-hmm. who mustered 700 chosen men. Among all these were 700 chosen men who were left-handed. Everyone could sling a stone at a hair and not miss. Amen, 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 amen. There were 700 men. Shout out to the left-handers. Shout out to the left-handed people. <laughs> Daniel, put your hand down. Joseph, put your hand down. Um, The sling was not, this is not a child's toy. I really want us to understand that David didn't come to the battle with a child's toy. He like, like, he he didn't come helpless and thought, you know, let me grab some stones and, and, you know, by faith, this is going to work. He, he, David actually approached this with a military tool. And the Bible says that in, in the book of Chronicles, that there was a group of people who were so good that they could hit a person's hair from far away. A hair. Let's read the book of First Chronicles. Just, just to find out a little bit more, Jose, if you come close. First, First Chronicles chapter 12. First Chronicles chapter 12. Um, Jose, can you come a bit closer? First Chronicles chapter 12. Okay. Um, and we're just reading from verse 2. They were bowmen and could shoot arrows and sling stones with either their right hand or their left hand. They were Benjaminites, 
Saul's kinsman. Yeah, amen, amen. Thank you. Shout out to the right-handers as well, um, because these guys were, were right and left-handed. Um, and I guess the reason that I wanted to, to read these scriptures were just, to, were just to really illustrate the fact that David was using a military weapon. He was using a military weapon. He came to the battle with a weapon of war. But he still understood where his help came from. Mm. What does the Bible say? Proverbs, pro, pro, Proverbs chapter 21, verse 31. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, right? But the victory belongs to the Lord. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's say that one more time. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, though. But the victory belongs to the Lord. David was, pre- David was prepared for this battle. He didn't just, he, guys, he didn't just turn up and say, by faith, I'm, I'm going to beat this guy. And that, I, I, and that by faith, meaning I, like, I don't know how to do anything. He came as a warrior, knowing how he wars. Knowing that I can't war and I can't work using your methods, but I know that I can work. And I know that what I do works because it's been tested. That's why he said to Saul, I haven't tested this yet because there's some stuff that I have tested and I know it works. There's some skills that I have, which maybe you may not appreciate, which, which, which people may think, oh, stop, this, is a, this is a bit weird. This is unconventional. But it's effective for me, the way that I do it. Mm. he rejected the king's armor because he was competent and learnt in his way of warring mm. this and, and again I want to really just add this caveat here this isn't about rejecting wise counsel Mm-mm. it's about being aware of your place of effectiveness yeah. wow. I, I want to read that one more time this story what's happening it's not about rejecting counsel now I don't want us to now say, boy, listen, I, I do it my way. Do you know what I mean? It's don't, no one can tell me anything. That's not what this story is about. I just want to make sure that, I've, that, I, that, that I silence that quickly. It's not about rejecting counsel. It's about being aware of your place of effectiveness. He, he was able to say no to the armor because he was aware of his place of effectiveness. He, he didn't just say no. He was saying yes to his way because he knew that it was effective. I need us to understand this. Guys, he chose five smooth stones. You don't just choose five smooth stones unless you understand the significance of choosing five smooth stones. I just thought he, this guy just found five. The Bible says he chose them. He knew Guys, I, I need to just keep stressing it. David did not just turn up. This man had the sling with him. So he was already tooled up. He was tooled. 
who knew what to do. Many of us have, um, and it could be work, it could be, it could be even our prayer life and, and our walk. And one encouragement really, guys, is just for us just to become aware of our place of effectiveness. What's our place of effectiveness, whether it be in work, whether it be in our, in our prayer lives, in our walk with God? No, but Josh, everyone prays like this, though. So this is what I'm meant to do. No, no, no. But how do you pray? And what has been effect, guys, and what has been effective for you in connecting with the Father? If, if, guys, if, if, if praying like this has been effective for you, then, then do that. If praying like this, <laughs> has been effective for you, then pray like that. Don't think, oh no, but everyone's doing that. Well, no, no, all of the men of God that I know, they say, Lord God. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, but, no, but some people say Father after every um, couple sentences. So, so, so maybe that's why I need, no, 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 no. Find your place of effectiveness. If that's your place, then let it be that place. But David didn't come to the battle as a newbie. He already had developed his skill set. I'm stealing a bit of my thunder for later on. Um, But some of us are like gods, like, I want to you know, uh, 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 be in a place of influence, perhaps, or or uh, be in a place where I can speak here or speak there or do this and do that. Oh. And part of what the Lord is saying is, when I open that door, are you ready to then seize that opportunity? Or when the opportunity comes to speak, to do that thing, you're left there thinking, man, how do, how do I use this link? Oh, man, what? Oh, oh, I can't believe this actually happened. He, he actually opened that door for me. He actually made a way. Ah, oh, now what do I do? That won't be us, guys. We will be like David. He was prepared. Even before this battle came. Through the bear, through the through through the lion, and just his general training. Let's 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 read on. Uh, Elisha, do you have verse forty-one to forty-seven? Uh, so we're still in the book of First Samuel, guys. Chapter seventeen. We're going forty-one to forty-seven. Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was, he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come, come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, 
but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut your head off. This very day, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals and the whole, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves for the battle, sorry, for the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of your you into our hands. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Big, big scripture. Big scripture. <clears throat> Goliath was talking like a bad man. He was, <laughs> he was cursing David by his gods. I, I don't even know what that even means. But he was cursing him by his God, saying, how can you, you know, like, how can you bring this dog to me? How, like, can you come to me with sticks? That's a, that's, he's mocking him, really. Mm. He, he's just straight up mocking David. And something that's, that's, that's definitely something that I've struggled with um, is that wanting other people to recognise my place of effectiveness. Mm. Wanting people to... To, to a bear witness to what I have, to bear witness to my way that the Lord has given me to do things. And sometimes, guys, that's not going to happen. Sometimes that's not going to happen, guys. Sometimes people may think, oh, well, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, why are you doing it that way? Why are you coming with a stick? Um, don't you understand that everyone uses a sword for this? Um, don't you understand? Well, well, we've been trying to deal with this situation for years, and everyone knows that the way to deal with this is 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 we need to plan this and write this sketch. Mm. But you've come, uh, but you've come with a drawing. Um, I, like you're right, but David knew though. David knew what he was coming with. That's, see, the, the, the reason why David can talk like this is because the horse is prepared for the day of battle, but he knows that deliverance comes from God. Yeah. That's, why, that's why David can talk like this. And that's why some of us struggle to talk like this. Because the horse is still prepared for the day of battle, though. But the deliverance comes from the Lord. That's why David can talk like this. David, like, if we take away the fact that, you know, he's, a, that he's seen as a small boy, he, David is talking like a man of war. I need to understand, he's not saying, oh, God, please. Oh, God. God, please save me. He's talking... He said, I'm going to feed your, 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 your carcass to the birds. I'm going to chop your head off. And because of this battle, everyone's going to know that there's a God in Israel. There's more at stake uh, than we think when it comes to us taking our position. Because he took his position, because he went into his place of effectiveness, because he didn't put on the armor, because of what he did, it amplified the name of the Lord. 
because he didn't count what what the Philistines were saying to him as being valuable, it, it, it amplified the name of the Lord. When we do what the Lord has, has, when we use what God has given us, it amplifies the name of the Lord. When we use it in the way he's trained us in it, um, um, in it, even if it be different, it amplifies the name of the Lord. It makes it clear that he is our salvation. Even though I'm prepared, he's still my salvation. Being prepared doesn't mean that you don't trust God. And I, I really need us to hear this, guys. I wrote some notes down for this message. That doesn't mean that I don't trust the Holy Spirit. I need, I need, I need us to, yeah. When I'm going on a trip, just because I use a like I like plan my journey, that doesn't mean that I don't trust that the Holy Spirit can lead me. Because the horse is still prepared for the day of battle, bro. But the deliverance belongs to the Lord. What does verse forty six say? This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands. I, I, think, I think I said this already. The Lord will deliver things into our hands. The question is, are we prepared for those moments? Are we prepared those moments? When that, I know that we've been praying for like contracts and, and, and doors to be open for work. When he delivers that into your hands, are you prepared for that moment? I, I I remember a, cu- a couple of weeks or months ago when we where when when I spoke about Gideon, and when they had um, captured two of the kings, mm. and I think Gideon told I think it was his brother or someone to chop off his head, and then the Bible says that he was nervous, he was scared, so he so he couldn't do it, so Gideon had to be the one to actually kill them. Don't let that be us. That when the moment comes, that when the enemy has been given ear, ear to our hands or, or when that thing that we've been asking for the Lord to do has been given into our hands, we will be those who are prepared for that moment. Prepared to do what's necessary in that moment. We're not going to pass the buck and say, no, 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 I'm not ready for this. Because the horse was prepared for the day of battle. But the victory belongs to him. Verse 48. When the Philistines arose, I love this bit. I can literally see it in my head. When the Philistines arose and came and drew near to meet David, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet the Philistines. I, I almost see it like I'm having a conversation with someone and then I see someone in the background coming towards me and then you just switch like, what? And then run towards them. He ran towards him. He went there thinking, okay, God, God, when's the moment? God, (laughs) he's running at me, God. When you coming? (laughs) You know what I mean? God, I I can feel his breath now. He's really close. The Bible says that he ran. I really want to see it in heaven, I'm telling you. The man ran, he, he ran into battle. The Bible says he ran quickly. And then if you read on, he grabbed his stone. David David wasn't playing. 
because he knew what he was about. And he knew what he was bringing. He knew what he was about and he knew what he was bringing, even though others may not have easily discerned it. He discerned what he was bringing. That's why he was able to do what no one in the whole of Israel was able to do. The Bible says that everyone in Israel was was a trembling and, and they were scared. But there was one man who ran. Ran quickly, guys. The horses prepared for the day of battle. But the victory belongs to the Lord. Again, I don't want you to look at David as a small boy anymore. Because because Goliath saw him as a small boy. But actually, David came as a man of war. In fact, he just came to do his job. That's what he did. He came to do his job. As an, as an Israelite to fight for his country and to deal with someone who was coming to enslave them. The Lord isn't asking us to do it like, or to do it like Joel or to do it like uh, uh, those other people like in our lives. What he's asking us to do as a people is to do it like how he created you to do it. Where's your sling? Where's your sling? And have you been looking at the shiny sword and the shiny armor in, the, in, in envy? If only I had the armor, I could then begin to do this. Oh man, if only I had a helmet, I could then, yeah, like things would be fine in my life. Like I could begin to work. Do you know what I mean? Like I could begin to, 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 to do that course. I could begin, you know, to uh, do that as a father, do this as a mother. If only I had that sword and that chain mill. But the question is, where's your sling? Man? Have you forgotten about your sling? Have you forgotten about the the thing which makes you unique? The thing which the Lord wants to use to create havoc in this world and to really display who God is. So because of David's act of courage, because of his one act of courage, the Bible says that obviously he slew Goliath, chopped off his head. And then the rest of Israel then join in and, and, and begin to push the Philistines. There's more at stake, guys, than just us feeling okay with how we do things. Others are now looking. When, when we courageously show up, that gives people permission to courageously show up. Where's your place of effectiveness? The Lord wants you to really own it and embrace it and strengthen it and and be diligent in it. If it be, I don't know, if if it be in, in, in administration, then be prepared. If it be in 
in in them helping people thrive, then 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 be prepared, guys. If it be in singing, then be prepared. If it be in in um in um in um speaking to people, then be prepared. The Lord wants to use us mightily. But he doesn't want to use you uh, 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 wearing someone else's clothes. I, wa- I want us to pray before we end. And I wrote this down as, as, as something for us to pray. Um, I simply wrote down, Lord, help us to rediscover. Sorry, God, help us to rediscover our slingshot. And let's pray, Lord, forgive me for despising what, how, what you have wanted to use in me. I want us just to pray just a couple seconds for those things. Lord, Lord, help me to discover my slingshot. That thing which, I, which, I'm, which, which I've been born to do. Father, help me to rediscover it, Lord. Father, forgive us for, for laying it down. And seeing it as insignificant, Lord, and 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 like and like looking at others enviously, because they 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 can speak eloquently and we can't. So we've reduced ourselves, saying that we are unable to 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 be in the same place as them. But the devil's a liar. Lord. We thank you and we embrace what you've given us, Lord. We 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 embrace it. And we ask you to forgive us, Lord, for not embracing what you've given us. Father, we will be prepared, Lord. We we won't despise what you've given us. We will put it to work. And Father, when you deliver things into our hands, Father, we will be those who are ready. Just like Daniel and those three Hebrew boys. When the moment came when when Pharaoh was dreaming, Father, they were ready. They weren't there thinking, oh God. I don't even know what to do when it comes to dreams. They were ready, Father. We will be like those people. In the name of Jesus. Amen.